Hey guys, it is Chantel. We are here doing our interview with Rocco Keller and his mom, and this is the Save Down Syndrome podcast. If you guys don't know what Save Down Syndrome is, we are an organization that started with the purpose of educating people around the world about Down Syndrome, with the goal to intervene on genocide, discrimination, and the mistreatment of people with Down Syndrome. So welcome, Amy. Thank you so much for joining me today. Um, oh, thank you for having me. If you guys don't know or not familiar with Rocco, check out his um, season three and season four of Born This Way. It is on A&E. You guys can download the A&E app and watch it. Um, that is what he's mostly known for, but it seems like it was just a starting point for him. And now he's just doing all these amazing things. You guys are always busy. And um, tell me a little bit about Rocco. Well, he, he he just turned six on December twentieth. Um, he just he just loved life. He's he's a funny little man. Mm-hmm. He uh, <laughs> he definitely keeps us on our toes. Um, and he's just he's a joy. He's such a joy. Um, and we just have so much fun with him. Lots of dance parties. And <laughs> he just he he loves he loves joking around and. Um, uh, you know, a little, a little mischievous, <laughs> but, yeah. but over, overall, you know, he's, he's just a fun kid. He's kind of, uh, he's just, he brings like the fun into our family. Uh, of course, with along with so much joy. Well, when I see him, um, during the show, when I'm watching the shows, he's just having a ball with whatever you guys are doing, running around with those rosy red cheeks. And he just looks like he's just enjoying life. And it's just amazing to see that, yeah. you know? Um, oh, yeah. He, he, he loves life. <laughs> tell me a little bit about your prenatal experience. Um, did you get a diagnosis that um, Rocco would have Down syndrome? Um, no. So um, uh, it, was, it was a surprise diagnosis at first. Mm-hmm. So... Um, yeah, so, you know, after um, after giving birth to Rocco, um, uh, I had some complications before um, before giving birth to him, mm-hmm. um, and, um, and after those complications, um, I, I had high blood pressure throughout my pregnancy, mm-hmm. um, and so... We um, we set up a, a date to be induced uh, to induce me, and um, but of course uh, my water broke a week earlier um, than than the date that we had planned to have him, and um, and so you know we rushing everything. We got to the hospital and in time, and um, during that time uh, my blood pressure spiked. I'm still not sure what happened, but mm-hmm. right before I was about to push Rockwell out, I had a full-blown seizure. Oh, wow. So, yeah. And so, um, so I passed out. Then we had a whole a team of people in my room, hospital room, mm-hmm. um, trying to kind of revive me and get me to actually push Rockwell out. It's too late to have a C-section. We just yeah. had to do it the natural way. Mm-hmm. And um, so I pushed him out. Um, and then all I remember was that I, I passed out for about 
an hour after. Um, and then when I woke up, um, I just slightly turned my head. I didn't even know that I, that I had a seizure, but I turned my head and saw Rocco. He was on the incubator. And I saw his little face and um, a split, you know, second, a thought of, oh, it looks like he has Down syndrome, just went mm-hmm. through my head. And mm-hmm. I was like, no, no, no. Yeah. And then uh, Chris came by um, the side of my bed, and it had looked like, you know, he had been crying. Mm-hmm. And, you know, seeing, like, there's probably about, like, 20-plus people in my room yeah. because it was the first time that, um, in the hospital in like 15 years that, um, you know, someone having these types of complications right before you're about to give birth. So there's, mm-hmm. you know, a lot of like all of that going on. Mm-hmm. And, um, and, you know, then the doctor came by uh, with Rocco and it looked like he had like a serious look on his face. And uh, that was when um, I, I knew. Um, mm-hmm. And... Um, and then Chris looked at the doctor and was like, should we tell her? And that's when, like, my heart sunk. And mm-hmm. the doctor, you know, just shared the typical news that, you know, it looks like your son, you know, he's, he's healthy. Um, everything's fine. We're just, you know, keeping him warm, keeping control of temperature at this, at this time. But mm-hmm. looks like your son has some slight characteristics of having Down syndrome. Mm-hmm. And, um, and, yeah, and I just... It was definitely a defining moment in my life. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So you but, were already uh, familiar with like Down syndrome already before you saw Rocco. No, no, um, no. I actually didn't even really know much about Down syndrome. Yeah. Um, and and you know I didn't even know anybody growing up with Down syndrome. Mm-hmm. And and that's looking back, I feel like that's that's sad if I, if I think about it. I mm-hmm. mean, who knows? Maybe, maybe there were, uh, people with Down syndrome, you know, uh, that I passed by in life or maybe that attended my school that I didn't know because maybe, you know, they were in separate classrooms. So, um, that does make me kind of sad because I missed out on all those years mm-hmm. of knowing a person with Down syndrome, uh, whether it was, you know, could have been to a family, you know, friendship or, um, anything like that so and, and and if I did I probably wouldn't have had all the sadness and fears of the unknown yeah when they presented Down syndrome I think for me it was just portrayed as something that um not having what I did know is maybe not having the best quality of life mm-hmm. um and that it might be you know hard harder life mm-hmm. and that's kind of all that I really knew um of course the characteristics and all but um you know it was, I think it was just more the sadness of um what I thought that I knew that it was that uh, my son uh could have would have a hard a hard life of course that's that's not true yeah <laughs> no I mean I can relate because when we didn't have a prenatal diagnosis either and then when I had my daughter, they took her straight to NICU. And then um, that's when the doctor told us. But we didn't have any idea of what it was. And I broke down crying, thinking the worst. And I always tell people this. Like, I was already doubting if I could take care of her before I even met her. Because I, already, I was thinking that Down syndrome meant that she wouldn't be able to talk 
eat, walk, do anything that all of us people do. I thought that she wouldn't be able to do that. And so I always feel bad because I'm like, well, I, I didn't think I could take care of her. And then I didn't even get to meet her yet. And then I met her and I fell in love with her. And I, I think that it, when it's true, you know, my husband and I always say that we always pass by people in different places that have Down syndrome and we never really thought anything of it. And it's, it's something that now I think all of us moms are trying to change. We want it to be noticed and accepted and we want everybody to be aware. And it, I, we want other moms to make sure that they're going to be okay if they end up getting the diagnosis. And, um, yeah. yeah, I mean, I can definitely relate to you. And so how has Rocco shaped you as a person and not only you, your husband, um, in this whole experience of having a child with Down syndrome? Well, you know, I think throughout all the years of my life, um, you know, when you go through like hurt, projection, all those life experiences that a person will uh, go through, um, you know, I didn't realize that I built up so many layers. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, those layers were, you know, a form of protection. And, um, you know, when Rocco was born, it, it, you know, I would say he helped me peel back all those layers. Mm-hmm. Um, and and I, I, it was okay to uh, feel vulnerable um, because when you feel vulnerable, um, you know, you can dive deep into you as an individual and it's free. And, um, you know, he just, he also helped me learn how actually strong I really was as a person, as a woman, as a mother, a wife, mm-hmm. um, you know, where I found my voice and, you know, for advocacy mm-hmm. and, you know, standing up also for myself, um, and my family, and, um, and, you know, he just, he, I'd say he, he brought out, he brought out the best in all of us, um, and, um, you know, learning to, like, love in, like, this, this deeper way, um, it's, I, sometimes I feel like when people ask me, it's hard to describe, but, um, it's a, it's, it's a, it's a different type of love, it's, it's just so deep with so many layers that, um, I just, it, it's an incredible experience mm. to have a, a kiddo, a, a child with Down syndrome, because you just, you can see so much more, you know, mm-hmm. my eyes, our eyes were opened up to, to see things differently, mm-hmm. live differently, you know, even, even just from acceptance for all, and we were always a very accepting family, but, mm-hmm. but really now, like, looking at everything as far as, um, you know, however you were born or what mm-hmm. your beliefs are or what you choose to do in life, just um, accepting all because I want everyone to accept my son. So. Yeah, exactly. Um, I was looking at Facebook a couple of days ago and they had this, I was on the news, it was like ABC oh, feed or whatever, but they had this post of this family that was suing their doctor because they didn't know that their child had Down syndrome. And I guess they want to sue the doctor because they could have, they should have had the option to abort 
and they'd feel like they weren't given that option. And I, at first I was so angry because I was like, oh my gosh, that's horrible. You know, like, I can't believe that, you know, they're acting like this, but then I had to take a step back and realize, well, they just don't know. They don't know yet. And they, they're, you know, they're scared of the unknown, like, like a lot of us moms were. And um, it just, it just pretty much uh, put a stamp on like, you know, like all, I mean, like our whole community of Down syndrome uh, families, families with children with Down syndrome, we are all so strong. And I think we all have a mission. And it sounds like you developed a mission as well, you know, for Rocco, not just Rocco, but everybody. And um, yeah, yeah, it was just, I had to take a step back. I had to share that with you because I was like, at first I was angry and then I was like, well, wait a minute, you know maybe we all were kind of like that at one point, not maybe not like in that specific way, but maybe we were all a little blind. And um, so what ways that's like, cause is Rocco your only child? No, nope. I have, I have three, three okay. children. Um, we have our little Gemma. She is uh, two and a half. Mm. Uh, and she was actually born on Chris's birthday, which is really fun. Oh, that was cool. not planned. <laughs> And uh, and then my older daughter, um, she's 21, and she Alexis, and she attends at USC. Yeah. Um, so yeah, we're she's in LA, and our family's in Laguna Beach. But uh, through the holidays, it was nice. We uh, she was able to come back home, and which was really nice. We had that nice quality time together. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, we've I've got a, a big mix of age difference. <laughs> That's good. And I mean, how what has Rocco like how have you seen your children shape in their own form after having Rocco as a brother? I mean he's right he's like right in the middle and he's sandwiched in between two girls. But I mean how as just their whole like um how they've their characteristics developed. How have you seen that change? Uh, you mean, as, well, I, I, from the very beginning, um, with Rocco's surprise diagnosis and, um, because I was in the hospital, um, you know, I had to stay overnight, um, I, until I think I, yeah, I gave birth on the 20th and then I was able to check out of the hospital on the 24th, um, because they had to all this testing because of the seizure. Um, And then, um, so I had a lot of time in the hospital room. A lot of family came by and, you know, my daughter Alexis was probably either 14 or 15 at the time. And um, she just, she was was like the rock for Chris and I. And she just said, you know what? Everything's going to be okay. Uh, Rocco is perfect. Mm -hmm. And he, He's who he has to be, who he's supposed to be, and everything's going to be okay. And, and I'm always going to be by his side, and you're never going to have to worry about oh. him. And just the the acceptance, yeah. like right off the bat, like no, he's he's my brother, and he's mm. he's so beautiful and perfect in every way. And and I I think I Chris and I we needed to hear that. Mm. Um, you know, of course, automatically I love. I loved my son. I think it was just more of the the sadness of the morning of a life that I thought that he was supposed to have. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, looking back at that, it makes me sad that I even um, 
did mourn that because his life is so rad. I yeah. Mean, he's living, he's living his best life. Mm-hmm. He's happy. He's healthy. Mm-hmm. Um, and isn't that what we all want for our kids? Yeah. So, um, mm-hmm. you know, and so with Alexis, she's just been, you know, during that time, you know, like I said, she was our rock and she was, she was just in, and still is an incredible uh, big sister. And, you know, Rocco has definitely opened all of her eyes, but especially, too, with Alexis, um, you know, she, she, just like Chris and I, didn't really have a full understanding of what Down syndrome mm-hmm. uh, was. And knowing people who have Down syndrome, and she now is like buddies with, you know, so many young adults that have Down syndrome. She's she's an advocate for people with with Down syndrome and people with an uh, with a uh, intellectual disability. And um, you know, it's just it's just really cool, like how mm-hmm. Rocco has even impacted her life. Um, she's involved in programs at USD for people with Down syndrome. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, she's in, she's involved with Best Buddies. Um, mm-hmm. And, you know, of course, with us through the Down Syndrome Association of Orange County mm-hmm. and, you know, we go to all the events together. So she just, you know, definitely has been impacted by Rocco and, you know, Rocco's little sister, Gemma, mm-hmm. they're, you know, she doesn't understand, you know, mm-hmm. she's only two and a half, but mm-hmm. they're, they're like, they're just best buddies. They're like best friends. And, yeah, and he's telling her what to do and she's now telling him what to do. And that, <laughs> that gap is, that gap is getting uh, getting a little bit closer. Yeah. Which is, you know, I, I know a few moms asked me about that. Like, how how do you think that's going to make you feel? And to be honest, I love it. I love that the gap is is getting a little bit smaller, and they mm-hmm. both are communicating well with each other and playing well with each other. And um, I'm I'm thankful that he has a little a little buddy to grow up with. Mm-hmm. Um, he'll always have his older sister, but you know, it's different when you're actually growing up with a sibling. Yeah. Exactly. So, um, but when, when all three of them are together, they're just, they're just inseparable. The bond that they have, it's just, um, it's just, it's just really beautiful. That's amazing. You know, it's really good too, because it's like, you think about, okay, if, if anything happens to me as a parent, are my children going to be okay? What do I need to do now to make that be okay? You know, and it's it's nice that he has, you know, your older daughter who's 21, and then your younger daughter. He ha- he's perfectly mushed in between that, you know. So, and I mean, I know I worried about that too with my child. Um, one is only four, the other one's one. But I always wonder, you know, is it going to be? Are they going to be okay after you know pass away? Is my older daughter, is she going to be able to help? And I think it's just that natural sisterly bond that sibling bond that, you know, children have. And it's just so beautiful that that's amazing that he, he has that. Um, yeah, I know our, our, um, I, and I totally understand. And our, even our older daughter, Alexa, she's like, you know, mommy, she's like, you're not going to have to worry because Rocco's going to live with me. And I was like, and, and, and it's as sweet as it is to hear, mm-hmm. um, you know, Chris and I, we do have a different take on that mm-hmm. where like Alexis, that's really great, but um, you know you're gonna probably have to ask your brother that when he's older because he's probably gonna want his own place. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so you know, which is funny if you think about it. But um, yeah, 
we always, it's great that he'll have his siblings to maybe check in on him and uh, make sure he's okay. And you do, you do have that little bit of fear, like how, how is life going to be when we're not here and mm-hmm. he's going to be okay. And for us, it's, you know, that's why we're going to make sure that Rocco is going to be his very best, mm-hmm. you know, and be as independent and as he can be and, and, and live a happy life. And, um, well, you know, I watched, even he, I watched the, I watched all the seasons of born this way. And I think just me as a young mom, I see, you know, some of the parents on there and their their kids are getting their own apartments and living on their own. And you want that for your child, of course. And I relate how we want to baby our children. And it's just kind of like, it's almost like me looking into the future, like it was go, living through all of your guys' experiences, because I'm so new at mine. And there's lots of viewers out there that are new. And we're just watching, and I've cried almost every episode because I'm like, I'm, I'm going to be there one day, you know. And, and it's true. It's all it, any child you have, no matter what, they want to be independent, and you got to let them fly. You have to let them. Um, yeah. So I mean, I, yeah. I I understand what you're saying. And what ways has Rocco amazed you growing up? Like, I'm sure there, you know, we all the milestones. All of us appreciate the milestones, but what has Rocco done that has just like, wow, he's so amazing. If you could pick one, what would you think? Uh, well, you know, there's that, that, that I, I think the one thing that stands out for myself, but even Chris too, he feels the same way that, um, just how brave he is. Mm-hmm. Um, so this year he's, um, uh, in kindergarten, and he is uh, fully included, and um, and we're you know so thankful about that that his uh, school district supported that idea mm-hmm. uh, to to give it a try. Mm-hmm. I always like to try things, and we have to try. Can't say no unless you try. Yeah. Um, and um, and just just how brave he is going to school every day. Mm-hmm. Um, in in a fast-paced world, a fast-paced setting, um, and just just giving it his all to to learn with with his peers, um, brave that you know he's he's walking into class every day, wanting to just be part part of everything mm-hmm. which he sh- which he should be but you know we definitely we've come we've come a long ways but there's still a long ways more that we need to, to go as far as the acceptance and um and 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 the belonging like mm-hmm. he belongs there um and um and he's but he's doing really good he's he's made a lot of really wonderful friends and the teachers are loving and um they have the full buy-in that that Rocco belongs there and um you know uh but I think just 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 him being brave that he's mm-hmm. you know he's determined his determination that he's gonna he's gonna do what all his other peers are doing mm-hmm. and um it might just look a little bit differently but he's in it he's, yeah. uh, and, and, he, and he is so and he has so much 
joy and and so wants to be part of life and I just I just love that about him I love how he's brave and his determination to 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 do anything mm-hmm. and to try anything um, that's what I was going to ask you about about his schooling and his include if the school is inclusive and um you know like because a lot of parents they have to fight the school system and luckily you didn't have to what um were there any kind of barriers when you um, when he started going to school that you guys saw? Well, when um, when Rocco first started out in the in the uh, public school district, mm-hmm. um, he was in um, uh, a special day class. Um, people always ask what kind. I'm like mild to moderate, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and. Um, and we felt at that time that that was the, the best place for him. And we had an incredible loving teacher and, uh, you know, but, but through those years of, of being in preschool, we always made sure that the school knew what we wanted after preschool, mm-hmm. um, what, what, what we wanted for Rocco. And that was to, be fully included and to grow up with his peers, mm-hmm. um, and uh, because because that's actually how he learns. He learns through peer modeling, yeah. and we want to make sure that our um, our kids um, uh, learn all like the appropriate social skills and mm-hmm. and 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 not just that, just we just feel like he, he belongs with his peers. Yeah. Um, and that's just, that's, that's what we believe in. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so during those years, we just made sure that the school knew like, Hey, we're going to work on these things. And by kindergarten, this is, this is what we, what we plan on for Rocco to be in, mm-hmm. uh, um, to be fully included, uh, come kindergarten. So, um, you know, the school had different recommendations, uh, mm-hmm. for kindergarten and um, we just you know we, we we like to talk so we just talk through things and um, you know I, I shared my heart to the team and the team was so supportive of Rocco they mm-hmm. they all wanted him to be where he should have should be mm-hmm. where he would shine yeah. and um, and but you know when schools are so used to doing things for so many years mm-hmm. it's just that's just okay. Well, they felt this way. But, you know, we felt this way, and mm-hmm. they're like, okay, well, let's 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 find a, a place in the middle. And um, we're like, we just I just and that was again where we talked about finding my voice. Mm-hmm. Where I was like, you know what? I I really we really feel as a family, our our views and, and opinions have not changed since the very beginning. That we let you know since mm-hmm. the very beginning that we we want to give it a try. Yeah. And uh, that's and really good school. that they were willing to work with you guys and meet you. Yeah, they did. They were they worked with us. Rocco um, has a support that helps them, and it's also a support that also helps other kids in the classroom. So it's not mm-hmm. just dedicated for Rocco, but which is really good. Yeah, because um, inclusion and, doesn't just um, go one way. It when you it, inclusion helps everybody. I mean, if you look back at you know when we went to school it would be nice for us to have different types of people in our classroom. That way we can learn as well. We would be more aware when we're, you know, growing up. Yeah. 
Yeah, Rocco has definitely um, made an impact in his classroom, Mm -hmm. and the kids in the classroom have made an impact on his life. So it is. It's it's good for everybody, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, to have... Everybody should be in the same classroom, I, but that's but that's you know that's my my that's our view. Yeah. Um, um, you know because Rocco has taught his his classmates empathy and um, and how to how to you know teamwork. Um, you know they support each other. Like he has little helpers in the classroom, mm-hmm. um, and then. You know, it's just it's just great what what he's brought to the classroom and what they've brought to Rocco. It's just that from the time that he started till now, mm-hmm. the things that he's doing, um, his you know vocabulary has increased. He's, it's just it's really amazing, and it's amazing to see the friendships that um, you know that are forming just because you know Rocco has Down syndrome they they can't even really see it and yes they the class his classmates had questions about Rocco and and what is Down syndrome Mm -hmm. and um, Chris and I had a chance to go into the classroom and share a little bit and it was just it was really cool hearing the questions from the kids and um, and they just they just wanted to, they wanted to know Rocco a little bit more to have a better understanding and and once we once we did that mm-hmm. it was it was a game changer for Rocco and mm-hmm. um, it's just really beautiful um, to see to see the impact that that you know they all have had on each other um, it's really beautiful to see even um, even when I I take Rocco to the park and. There's, you know, kids around, and sometimes, you know, they'll they'll look and they'll stare at Rocco, but it's not, it's not out of, um, you know, they're just being like mean or anything. Yeah. It's, they're just they're they're curious, and and I get so excited now when a kid comes up and I'm like, hey, how come, uh, how come he looks different, or mm-hmm. you know, what what if he what, what does he have, or mm-hmm. and I just use it as. Um, I, I don't get sad or offended. I use it as a teachable moment because the kids really want to know. And then once I answer a bunch of questions, they're, they're just, they just oh, want to hang yeah. out with Rocco yeah. and, and, you know, and be buddies with him on, on the playground. And, um, yeah, in the classroom, it just happened to like work out really well mm-hmm. that we were able to go in and talk um, because every kid has like a letter of the alphabet mm-hmm. and Rocco happened to get the letter S and, and in his classroom, they would, whatever letter you have, you would bring in something like a toy or something that started with that letter. Mm-hmm. And so we had asked and we did superheroes. So mm-hmm. we brought all the kids like superhero math and superhero case. And cool. we tied in Down syndrome with mm-hmm. that. Oh, wow. And um, just that superheroes, they're all different. They all have, you know, uh, different abilities and they're all unique and special in their own in their own way mm-hmm. and um, just like Rocco is special and unique in his own way and just like we're you know talking to all the kids like they're all unique and special um, mm-hmm. in their own way and um, it was just, it was a really awesome conversation that we had with the kids and um, you know letting them know that um, Shane, you know what? You know what makes you so special is there. There's only one you in this entire world, mm-hmm. and just like there's only one Rocco in this entire world, and 
um, and we're all different, which is just so rad. So Mm -hmm. um, it was just really cool to kind of talk to them on their level. And then it's just like, they were like, oh, that's great. It's great. And, and being different, you know, is, you know, is, is what it is because we're all different. Mm-hmm. Um, I also, you know, we read them a few, we read them a book, um, and which talked about differences and, um, and then, you know, we all had, uh, took photos and everyone had a superhero cape and mask. And of course I wanted to, to share it, but, mm-hmm. um, you know, when it comes to taking pictures of other kids, oh, especially yeah. in, the, in the school, you have to be so careful with mm-hmm. what you can share, but it was, it was such a, it was such a beautiful moment to be able to teach these kids. And they were so, they were impacted mm-hmm. and they went home and they talked to their parents about Down syndrome. And, um, you know, I tried not to get as technical about, you know, chromosomes mm-hmm. and all of that, but, but I, but I did touch on that. And, um, on their level mm-hmm. and um and it was it was a, it was a beautiful teaching moment and really cool. you can just tell that they're just you know they just thought it was like the coolest thing mm-hmm. so something uh, that they're going to definitely yeah. remember also um, yeah. yeah that's really cool um that's a good idea i think i'm going to do that when my daughter gets older but um should. Yeah, yeah i think i am yeah. yeah. i mean I, that's what's so great about um, our community the support that we have for each mm-hmm. other is mm-hmm. um there's nothing better than um getting ideas and what works what doesn't work or what you've done and it just it just kind of helps it helps everybody well i've and, been um, um i know like because i go on i go on Pinterest and I'll Pinterest like different articles and stuff or, you know, I activities, sensory things. And, um, I was looking at the, some articles. I came across one about, um, teaching your child how to potty train your child with down syndrome to potty train. So I'm like, Oh, great. I wonder how that's going to be when we get to that stage. But I mean, you know, knowing we, we are in that right now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and how is that working out? What do you, have you guys developed any um, types of skills or different shortcuts that work with Rocco? Well, you know, I would just say it's, it's really, it's, it's just, it's a whole, like, I'm learning, you know, something new, like, mm-hmm. like daily, but I think the most part is the consistency and, you know, I, I definitely have not been consistent. I think if I was consistent a little bit earlier on, um, uh, I would, pr- I would probably say I feel confident that he probably would have been potty trained by now, but he's, he's, he's pretty much like almost there. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it's just the, con- the consistency, um, and the school's on board and, you know, he goes, he goes, uh, potty, uh, on the toilet, the entire day at school, um, he's still in a pull-up, but, um, you know, we're definitely, that's something that it's like, okay, my, I, I I set goals, Mm -hmm. but if if I don't make the goals, I don't, it's not that beat yourself up for me, but my goal for sure that, you know, by first grade that you'll be potty trained and at at the rate going, I mean, he's pretty much almost like 90% there. I think it's just the, the consistency, I would say, whatever method you try, whether it's, you know, the different type of potty or the way you reward, um, mm-hmm. I chose not to reward with, like, treats or yeah. stickers. Um, we just reward with, like, a lot of praise mm-hmm. um, because I'm not always going to have treats and stickers. Mm-hmm. Um, and, um, and you know, it's something that I feel like he, he, sh- he should do anyways. 
So like yeah. we don't get we don't get treats and stickers for going to the restroom. But <laughs> but I know with a child is different, and 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 every child is different. Yeah. So if your child, um, if your child needs that, ah, oh, reward them with stickers. If your child needs treats or candies, do whatever works for your child. Mm-hmm. But for me, with Rocco, he. The, the praise and the excitement and the high fives and you know the fist bumps and the ah oh, <laughs> fist bumps that um he that loves that works for him yeah yeah and, and you know music too you know uh, I, I you know we just we just have we have fun with it and just um you know just make him feel really proud you know every time definitely the consistency because I my daughter's she's one and a half almost one and a half. And she's still drinking bottles, and I'm trying to get her to take sippy cups. And I think it's just the sucking she doesn't get, and she just does. She's like, what is this? What are you giving me? And I was telling my husband this morning, we got to just keep trying and keep giving her her milk in a sippy cup just to keep to just so that she's not getting so used to bottles. So that's our challenge right now is switching over. But um, Aww, we'll. You you will get there, and don't put um, you know don't put too much pressure yeah. um, on yourself. Um, that's why I, I I tell any new mom because you know your kids always on their own little timeline and mm-hmm. schedule, and you know eventually um, that will happen. Um, and uh, maybe try a little cup with a little straw. Yeah, um, that's what one of the uh, therapists always, suggested. Yeah, yep. Straws are uh, really uh, good for. I, you know what? I what am I recommending? I'm just gonna say that. <laughs> that <laughs> well, no, that that's... that that worked for us, and you know, and um, uh, and I'm gonna say it. Rocco uh, still uh, has a bottle at night, mm-hmm. um, and yes, he's six, uh, but um, it's a comfort thing, and it mm-hmm. works for him, and. It's not all the time, but, you know, we he, he still does every once in a while. And, you know, some people might be like, oh, that's too old. Yeah, but, but you know what? At the end of the at day. At the end of the day, yeah. it's whatever is going to be best for your for your kid. And, and, you know, Rocco would never want to take a bottle in front of, in public or anything. So yeah. he already knows, yeah. which is really cool. I'm glad that he knows that. But, um, you know, sometimes he just. Um, if he if he needs it, okay, great. But that's just how we are with, with parenting. We'll go off of what what the need is for for our child. And, and I think um, I, you know, I think and parenting like I said, we're hard on ourselves too. Um, yeah, try not to. And this is advice. Yeah. yeah, try not to be too hard on yourself. I mean, you know, it's hard being a parent. It's not easy. And uh, you know, um, people ask, was well, it really? Is it even harder raising Rocco? Oh gosh, I don't know. Compared to all my other yeah. kids, it's it, 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 I I feel like it's the same. It just looks different. Yeah, you know? just the, the extra steps of like therapies and um, uh, you know, always worrying about you know health concerns and what may come up. And mm-hmm. but you know, you can't if you worry about that. I mean, that could really overtake a person, and mm-hmm. you just gotta just just do what. Focusing on um, focusing on the present, I'd say that's very true. And I know uh, um, we try to try to compare, and you really just can't. It it is what it is, and I mean, parenting's hard. 
overall, no matter what, <laughs> with or without Down syndrome. But yeah, um, definitely the therapies keep us busy. I know it does. And a lot of our listeners and a lot of parents that I talk to, that as well. But um, would you change anything about Rocco if you had a chance as a, as a mom? You mean as far as like his diagnosis? About his diagnosis, yeah. Just in general? Yeah. Um, no, 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 I wouldn't. Okay, it was funny. Well, I won't say it's funny, but um, when we just had Rocco, okay, and I'm still, I mean, not even a month old, he was home. And, you know, I'm, I'm uh, still, you know, just still in that sadness state, mm-hmm. loving on my son, but just still, you know, trying to wrap my brain around what our new normal is going to look like. Mm-hmm. Um, there was a local couple that has a child with Down syndrome that lives within our community, and the father reached out to Chris, and um, he was sharing with Chris, like, you have no idea, um, you know, we the joy that you're going to experience and the love and, um, you know, if anybody, if I had an opportunity to change my son's diagnosis, I wouldn't. And, you know, Chris and him, they had had a great conversation. Mm -hmm. Um, And I remember Chris uh, came into the room and shared the conversation with me and I was so annoyed. I was like, (laughs) whatever. I'm like, seriously, he wouldn't change his son's diagnosis. I'm like, I don't even want to hear it. Yeah. But that was the state that I was in because mm-hmm. I was still in the disbelief, like like still thinking that this was a really bad thing and mm-hmm. life is over, you know, mm-hmm. life is over as we know it. But, you know, now Rocco's six and looking back and I, I laugh now. Because now like, you feel the same way. Right. Yeah. Because, because I wouldn't change his diagnosis because then Rocco wouldn't be who he was supposed to be. And, mm-hmm. and, um, a person with Down syndrome is just, I, I, I wish the world had a little bit of what, what they have because mm-hmm. our, the world would be a lot more loving and accepting. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I love that there's the no filters. There's so much that I, I, I love about, about, down syndrome. Yeah. That, um, I w- I and it's not even just down. the medical. And the mischievous part. Of <laughs> maybe. <laughs> but, you know, uh, other than that, no. Mm-hmm. It, it, it's who he's supposed to be. I um, was once talking to a friend of mine, and I was telling her, you know, I really wish that I grew up with more people that had Down syndrome because in my life I've had friends that, you know, you think just growing up, like as a teenager and through young adulthood, you have friends, they come and go. Some friends are not good, you know, good friends. And you learn that the hard way. I'm like, but I feel like that, you know, when you enter a new friendship, you're kind of just like, oh, I don't know about this person. Is this person a good person, a bad person? But whenever I meet somebody that has Down syndrome, that I don't feel that way. I feel like this person's a good person. I don't think they'll ever hurt me intentionally, you know, you know, I'm like, and, and I wish that the world had that more because, you know, I don't, I, I just don't see any spark of evil in anybody and it's crazy. Wow. And uh, what a blessing yeah. we are to have children that are like that, you know, and, and it's just, it's really yeah, cool. Yeah. yeah, no, it's, uh, 
uh, yeah, it is, it is, it is a blessing that, uh, we're able to, uh, be raising Rocco, um, and, um, anybody that's raising a person with Down syndrome, whether, you know, it's, it's, uh, it could birth or adoption, um, it just, it's, 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 they're, they're a blessing. Um, and, uh, yeah. What, um, what would you like to share with anybody that's listening today that would, that might possibly be a new parent or maybe they're, they just received a prenatal diagnosis or they're just listening out of curiosity. What would you tell them about Down syndrome from your experience? Well, um, well, first I, if I was brand new, I'd say congratulations. Um, but you know, depending on what you know and if it's Surprise! If you know new core, you might not want to hear congratulations. But mm. I would say congratulations, and um, and just everything's going to be okay. Um, exact words that my daughter said to me uh, said to Chris and I: everything's going to be okay. And um, gosh, I'm so excited for you because <laughs> um, you know you're gonna you're gonna see life differently uh, and you're going to love deeper than you've ever loved before in your entire life. And, um, and, and, and your child is, 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 is going to be a blessing to you, your family, anybody that your child comes into contact with, your child will touch them some way in their life. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's impactful. That's powerful. It's incredible. Um, I think the next thing would be is, Make sure you get involved, um, whether it's through, you know, your local uh, Down Syndrome Association, like for us, that's the DSA of OC of Orange County, um, or, uh, you know, church, through friends, um, you know, definitely get involved. I, I know for me, uh, I'm an introvert, and I uh, never that's not what I wanted to do is to get involved with, <laughs> with anything like that. Um, just because being an introvert, you just don't. Um, mm-hmm. but if you are like me and are, and are an introvert, just do it. Just, mm-hmm. just get out there and do it because you're, you're going to need that support. You're going to need to re- be around people that, um, are like-minded and that can understand and kind of help you, and, and also kind of walk with you through this journey. Um, and, you know, you don't want to be alone because you want to be able to, like, talk and share your joys and, and, and your sorrows and, and, and help you get, get through things. And there's a lot of incredible organizations out there, you know, for moms, like the, the DSDN. Or, you know, they have the Rockin' Moms Retreat every year, which is so rad. Oh, have and, you heard of the Dear Mom um, Conference? Yeah, yes. Yeah. Yes. I wanted um, to go this year. Um, that's, mm-hmm. Okay. You, well, you, well, you should. Mm-hmm. Yes. Get involved with, with, uh, dear mom. Um, uh, that's, uh, I was just going to say that that's, that's my organization. Oh, <laughs> and, I didn't know uh, that. Did I not know that? No, no, <laughs> no. It's, um, and, you know, we definitely, we have um, a conference coming up that mm-hmm. we will be announcing. You know, actually, I can just share, we're going to be announcing it. Um, it'll be April 18th uh, nice. in L.A., which is super exciting. I'm glad so that it's close. Really to know. Wasn't <laughs> um, the last I, I one, like, 
I was looking at the last one for 2019, and I think it was, I don't know if it was in LA, but I saw it in a different um, no. state. It was in Laguna Beach, California. Oh, okay. So, so this one, we're going to have it in, in LA. Um, and uh, we've got a, an incredible lineup of speakers. And that's, and if all of you are not familiar with Dear Mom, um, go to our Instagram. It's at Dear Mom Conference. And it's just, um, it's, it's a place for moms to connect with other moms, raising a personal Down syndrome. And we just have uh, a conference. Uh, where it's just more of a smaller, intimate one-day conference. And uh, we have a lot of beautiful, um, inspirational and motivational speakers. And, um, yeah, it's, just, it's, it's a great game for the moms. And the moms mm-hmm. get treated. Mm-hmm. Um, they walk home with, like, a little gift and, and just being able to connect with moms from all over that mm-hmm. fly in. Um, yeah, last year we had like six moms from Canada, which was nice. so rad. Just even thinking about that, they flew from Canada and just, wow. just all over. Um, so is, is that, is going, that your, going back to your first question. Is, yeah, but, I was going to say, is that your organization that you started or, um, yeah, nice. Um, yeah, I actually was scrolling on Instagram and saw the conference on, um, another mom's post. And then that's how I kind of skimmed it over last year. But I caught it like right when registration was going to close and there was no way we could meet it. But I'm, I've heard about that. And um, I'm glad that what, that it's coming up again. It's actually coming up pretty soon. Um, yeah. And, and go, you know, going back to that first question of, uh, you know, to a new parent, yeah. um, just just get involved because you, you'll never know who you're going to meet. You might meet some of your and some of my dearest best friends um, uh, have a child with Down syndrome or a young adult or adult and you know even uh, even as even all the moms um, on Borden's way um, mm-hmm. we're they're just like family mm-hmm. um, and we we talk all the time and you know give each other encouragement and advice. Um, it's really beautiful, like the connections that you can make mm-hmm. by getting involved. And, oh yeah, definitely. And, uh, the support group yeah. is is phenomenal. Um, I I started reaching out to moms on Instagram when I first had a diagnosis, like just random moms. I would use the hashtag like Down Syndrome Awareness or you know DSDN, and then I would find people and start adding them and just saying, "Hey, I'm a new mom. I have a child with Down Syndrome. I see that you do too." Like you know, do you mind if we become friends? And it just blossomed. And, you know, now I'm just talking to people doing podcasts, you know, it's really cool. It really is rewarding. And um, I'm so glad. I'm so excited to go to the conference now. I'm going to look it up. But um, <laughs> so um, is, do you think Rocco would want to say hello? Yeah. Let me, let me, let me, let me hold on one second. I mean, mm-hmm. Let me go see where he's at. Let's uh, okay. get Rocco on the phone. Okay. Okay. Hello. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Hi. So, so Rocco is here. Rocco, can you say hi? Say hi. Hi, Rocco. Hi. Hi. How are you? What are you? I'm good. Yeah. What are you doing today? Yeah. Um. I'm going to play. Yeah, I'm going to play bubbles today. 
and I'm gonna go to the parlor. And I'm going to play with my city. Cool. And maybe the beach, too. we got to squeeze it all in because, because school, Christmas break is, is almost I done. Cool. Yeah, you get to go to school. Yeah, you're going to start school this week? Yeah. Rocco, I saw that you play on the Angels baseball team. Yeah. I love the Angels. They are our favorite baseball team over here. Yeah, favorite. I love baseball. Yeah, he loves he loves to hit the bat and swing it and and he starts um he starts baseball up in the spring so he can see with all his friends. That's so cool. Yeah. How exciting. You guys gotta post some videos. And, and why don't you say that um, yeah. you just had a birthday? Okay. And, okay. and tell how old you are. Oh, okay. Yeah, Rocco Sticks. That's right. Good job. How fun. You were born right by Christmas. Bye. Oh, you're saying goodbye. Oh, well, thank you for saying hi, Rocco. I'm a Christmas. Baby. Yeah, Christmas baby. Yeah. <laughs> and and here, Chris is here. He wants to say hi. Hello, how are you? Hi, Chris. How are you doing? I'm good, thank you. I'm so glad that I get to talk to you guys finally. Oh, we are so happy too. I know. It's been a long time coming, so we're happy to have it happen. Good. I liked them. I enjoyed your guys' Christmas special. It made me cry about five times, but. It was enjoyable. Oh, <laughs> oh well, thanks for watching. Yes. We, yeah, we thought it was a really a beautiful, a beautiful uh, episode. And I like the uh, reverse of the that. the letters to the children. I think that's when I started really bawling. <laughs> oh, I know, I know. We were we were holding back the tears too. The hmm. letters were really beautiful. Those are cool. Well, is, is Rocco still there? Yeah, Rocco's still here. I think she has more some more questions for you, okay? Hey, Rocco, I wanted to ask you what your favorite ice cream was. Oh, I'm sorry, what was the question? What is Rocco's favorite ice cream? Rocco, what is your favorite ice cream? You like vanilla, right? Chocolate. Oh, chocolate. Okay, vanilla and chocolate. Those are good. What about, what do you want to be when you get bigger? I got mommy's talking to me. I hope you have fun at the beach today. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you guys so much. Bye, Rocco. Talk to you later.
Bye. Thank you guys so much, Amy, for joining me today. And Chris, I don't know if he's still oh. there, but thank you guys. Yeah. It was, yeah, thank, you. thank you for having us. It was very fun talking about Down syndrome. I love it. And um, and if you guys want to check out Rocco on his Instagram, his Instagram is Rocco's Rad Life, which is absolutely true. And um, if you guys want to check out Save Down Syndrome, go to www.savedownsyndrome.com. Thank you guys so much, Amy and Chris and Rocco. And I can't wait to see more on your guys' social media, and maybe I'll meet you guys at the Dear Mom Conference, too. Oh, yes. I'd love that. That would be great. Yes. I'll run up, too. All right. All right. Well, thanks again, and and have a wonderful rest of your day, and we'll talk to you soon. Happy New Year to you guys. Happy New Year. All right. Thank you, guys. All right. Bye. Bye. Bye.